With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders. Plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Welcome into the South Point Hotel Casino. Gone Racing, Jeff Motley, and this is one of my favorite... With a microphone. With a microphone this week. And this is one of my favorite <laughs> weeks of the year because my co-host over here, Brendan Gone, everybody, uh, Brendan is competing this weekend at Talladega, so we get to actually talk about you racing a little bit this weekend. So uh, you're pretty excited about this weekend, right? I, I am very excited about this weekend. I'm excited to be here today on the show. I'm excited that we look a little more... Profe- I was told I did not look professional with my phone doing all the stats every week, so I'm making Karina happy. But I, you're wearing a T-shirt I, and a ball cap. Listen, I mean, <laughs> only so many professional things at once. We started the show with a microphone, and I'm starting the show with a computer today. I mean, what is that? I feel well, like, how much do you want? I, how much do you want? No, people? I feel like with you, we're playing whack-a-mole. We get one thing fixed, and another and thing I'm pops still up. Clean shaven for the most part. You are clean shaven is, for the most part, but you have to now. And, uh, it's race week. I'm going back to old habits right, right. now. But it's uh, race week. You guys get to see Brendan on TV all weekend. He'll he'll get more interviews probably in than anybody, and I'll try a lot of publicity. And of course, Brendan, you were on TV more than anybody the last time you were at Talladega. We saw your undercarriage a little bit more than we expected to see it uh, at Talladega. Depends on who you are. If you wanted to see it or not. Yeah, no. It. Uh, if you're watching, of course, on the oh, we are iHeartRadio. So if you're doing this the podcast style, um, you won't be able to see it. You listen to it, but uh, we got they're showing the. Fan Fantastic kickflip that I was able to perform in front of the field at Talladega last fall. Uh, Stuck the landing. Look, there's two Las Vegas guys right here. One's upside down. There's a third one. If you go to the wider shot, there's a third one there. The guy that hit me was my other fellow Las Vegas. Kyle Kyle Kyle, was in the middle of that. Kyle's the one. Kurt hit Kyle. Kyle and Ricky got together. 
Kyle came up to me, so it was a Vegas sandwich, and uh, we took us all out in one fell swoop. So well, well, nicely done, Vegas. Well, we're going to get to Talladega in a little while. We've got a couple news items we want to talk about this week. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about the All-Star Race is moving from Charlotte cool. to Bristol. Cool. Uh, it's coming up in the middle of July. Now, Jeff, but we've talked for years about maybe trying to move it around. And then, look, you and I are both homers when it comes to SMI. For those that don't know, there's SMI and there's ISC. They're the two. Well, the ISC is now all NASCAR. Uh, okay. So they've kind of so, morphed into the same. But they're, they're, they're the two largest track owners in the country. Correct. And SMI has always done the all-star race. It's always been at Charlotte since it began. I think it ran Atlanta maybe a couple times back in the way early days. days. In I fact, I think. I remember that. The famous pass in the grass. Was that not at Atlanta? No, that was Charlotte. That was Charlotte. Yeah. There, They ran the all-star race a couple times in Atlanta. But it's always been SMI. So it's it's always been one of those tough things where the Smith family, of course, does not want to lose the all-star race and let it go around too many places. But with this current situation, it gives us a great opportunity to move it to a place like Bristol. People have clamored for years to have the all-star race at a short track. Oh my God, we're going to Bristol for the all-star race. Only money involved. This could get ugly. I'm really curious to see what the format is going to do yeah. by moving to Bristol. Cause you can't do the same format you do at Charlotte. Nope. You can't have a 10 lap sprint because you need guys yeah, you a little bit laps. more time, but I think it's going to be really neat going there. And the governor of Tennessee has said you can have 30,000 fans there, which is part of the reason for moving the we'll race. That's uh, listen. We're starting to we're starting to get some of these states to allow us access to fans. This week at Talladega, we'll have five thousand. They said that that Bristol can have thirty. And, here, and here's the thing, people: you can socially distance really well at Bristol with thirty thousand. You absolutely can. Bristol's a huge place. I don't know how many. And, I think it's I mean, one hundred forty-five. I mean, Jerry or something. Caldwell could tell us how many seats are oh. there, but it's a lot of seats at, at Bristol. Let it's, me tell you uh, something. I was there for I, foot, I was there for a football game about four oh years God, ago, Virginia Tech and Tennessee, and that was unbelievable. I went to the top of the grandstands once. One of the only places I've ever gone into the grandstands. Dude, that place is when you're sitting in the in the nosebleed at Bristol. Well, that's the best seat in the house at Bristol. Unless you're there for the football game. Unless you're there <laughs> no, for, the football game. for racing. Not for the football. It's a phenomenal seat. But I'm telling you, if you're afraid of heights, man, oh yeah. You are looking down in What that was that hole. Mel Brooks movie? High anxiety. You yeah, have no, gotten there, high, there's anxiety high anxiety there. If you'd been up oh there. my goodness, that place is but it's but it's gonna be exciting to watch the them at Bristol this yeah, year. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Now the other news that came out this week, the the annual induction class for the NASCAR Hall of Fame, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going in, which the big, uh, the big headliner. which I think was a no brainer. I mean, when you look at the stats compared to everybody else that was actually on the ballot, he's probably the most qualified driver to go in. I mean, I know there's some other fan favorites like Ricky Rudd, Harry Gant, Neil Bonnet, guys that are on the list that didn't get in, but Dale Earnhardt Jr., a uh, red farmer who, if people Red don't know Farmer. Red, and you probably had some experience with no, Red probably I've raced, back in I've the raced day. against Red. I raced, in fact, everybody's raced against yeah, Red. If, I you think, ha- if you haven't, you are not I a racer. think Tim Flock raced against Red, and I think Joey Logano's <laughs> raced against Red. I mean, Red is in his 90s, and he's still racing. Chase Elliott today. has raced against Chase Red. Chase Elliott has raced against um, Red. So. No, that, that's awesome. And, and then and, you and and Mike Stefanik. Mike Stefanik, that's um, the who, one I've... I, I, people may not know Mike Stefanik. You but, know Dale Jr. And I grew up in Martinsville, Virginia, people don't know, where the Modifieds were king. So Mike Stefanik had not really come along before I left when he hit it big, but I know you've got a Mike Stefanik story. No, Mike, look, everybody has a Dale Jr. story. And, and look, we all know what Jr. was able to do and accomplish and who he was and how he did it and all those things. But people may go, who the hell is Mike Stefanik? Mike Stefanik was an amazing man. Phenomenal race car driver, but I made a massive mistake. And for the NASCAR fans here, we're going to not talk about gambling for a second. But for the NASCAR fans... Mike Stefanik won nine championships. I think is what it might have been ten even. At nine. The end. He won nine, nine championships, okay. which I believe is the most. It's the record. He, he beat most NASCAR beat, championships in any division. He beat one man by the name of Richie Evans, one of my favorite drivers as a kid growing up. Richie Evans, if you are listening to this and you are in the Northeast of uh, America, well, Richie Evans is not listening. 
Well, no, I didn't say Ricky. If you are listening to this, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you live in the Northeast, and you even remotely know racing, you know who Richie Evans is. In the Northeast, Richie Evans was as big as Richard Petty was yeah, in the South. Yeah, no, he, he is, he is godlike status, Richie Evans. But so I won my first championship, NASCAR championship 2000. I'm, I'm a 24-year-old you know, kid from the West Coast. Uh, Malcolm Smith is my hero. Walker Evans, Rob McCachron. These are guys to me that are mythical status. And I'm at dinner and I have Mike Helton, Mrs. Stefanik. He's getting his award. And they say... You know, man that tied with the most wins in NASCAR. I go, Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt. And they go, with Richie Evans for eight championships. And I look and I, I go, who the heck was Richie Evans? It was like an old Western saloon. I would have looked at you funny, oh, no, too. The whole, so you the, know that. The music stopped. Everybody <laughs> in the building turned sideways, looked at me, and I'm like, uh-oh. You know, you try to shrink that big. I'm like, oh, God. And I proceeded for the next hour to learn the history of Richie Evans and Mike Stefanik. And I promised Mr. Stefanik that I would never, as long as I lived, forget who Richie Evans ever was. And I made my point of asking them if they knew who Malcolm Smith was. And they said, no. I said, well, that's my version of, of their Richie Evans. But uh, Stefanik was an amazing man. Passed away recently. Yeah, a plane, plane a plane crash, crash, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, but Stefanik was race truck series, race Bush series race couple a couple times. This was an amazing race car driver, and oh my goodness, I am so excited that he got in to the Hall of Fame because his his, his they deserve that more than anybody I know. Well, and the fourth guy we didn't mention is Ralph Seagraves going in. A lot of people don't under, don't know about Ralph Seagraves. Ralph Seagraves is the guy who put Winston in the Winston in the Cup, Cup series. series. He was at, at R.J. Reynolds, and and uh, I'm going to tell a, a Ralph Seagraves story that now I've heard this third hand. You ain't old enough. To, I was going to say you no, ain't old enough. To I Ralph never Seagraves. met Ralph Seagraves, but I heard the story third hand and if the story whether the story is true, true or, not, or not it's a great story. it's worth telling because it's such a great story but Ralph Seagraves was at a dinner one night and Richard Nixon was a featured speaker and Richard Nixon was up on the dais and Ralph kept telling everybody walking into the dinner that he knew Richard Nixon well Ralph might have had a couple of pops before the thing started and the word was out that no matter what you guys do do not take your eyes off Ralph because he says he knows Nixon and we're not sure if he really knows Nixon or not well somehow somebody took their eyes off Ralph and Ralph had disappeared next thing you know there's a commotion up on the dais and the secret service are scrambling and two secret <laughs> service guys are on top of Ralph who has climbed up on the dais and Nixon turns around looks down and says Ralph what are you, what are you doing, doing down there <laughs> so obviously Nixon did know Ralph and Ralph did know Nixon there so, you go so I always thought that was a funny story because that, that, everybody's but as like, the man that is responsible for getting Winston uh, which abs- is honestly what the reason it, we still have a NASCAR to this day is because of it that truly brand. built the sport up yep. in, the, in the early 1970s and he was a real pioneer and I think it's good that the Hall of Fame is honoring guys like Red Farmer and Ralph Seagraves and I think the fact that Richie Evans is in the Hall of Fame and Jerry Cook and some of those old racers are in yep. the Hall of Fame so okay we talked enough about the news we need to talk a little bit about. Right, we got to talk about a little racing now we got to talk about last weekend uh, Denny Hamlin um, ten, hey, you named it ten to one shot to win the race. He was a ten to one shot, and you Don't know what you, you you know what you and I missed last week. You and I missed the I fact. Miss anything? I don't know what I'm talking about. I never miss anything. Well, here's what we really missed last week, and we should have been on top of this. Last week, Denny Hamlin, first race back with his crew chief after that four race suspension, that, after that lead or whatever it was fell out of his car I, in Charlotte. And you and I have always said if Denny Hamlin could make it to the championship race, but now that championship ain't well, at Homestead. But, but, but what I'm saying is, if he had made it there, he was always a threat. Well, he and would have won it last year, except they left the tape on his on the nope. grill and, on the pit stop, and, and he, he ended up winning this race. And he paid well. I mean, he was ten to one to win the race. He was two seventy five for the top three, and those were good numbers. 
of uh, of the guy to win the race. And Chase Elliott, we talked about top three was plus two hundred. We said he was chalky, but he did he proved why he was up there. Ryan Blaney top three was a Look, plus three hundred. The hottest guy who hasn't won. Ryan Blaney this year. That hasn't won this year. Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney's every hot. Every single year, every single week, Ryan Blaney is a contender to win. But I want you to look at those top 10 people right there. We talk about how chalk heavy the, the wins are in this sport. Yes. But look at this. Tyler Reddick fourth. Clear. By the way, he is now emerged far and away the rookie of the year. Oh, you say that. Yeah. But then you got Eric Almirola fifth. Kyle Busch sixth. Austin Dillon seventh. RCR. Christopher Bell. The other guy in the rookie of the year starting to finally show. But Tyler muscle. Reddick has got a big gap on Christopher. Bell Absolutely, right. but still, it's there. There, you know, you have that ability now. But look at those names: Eric Almirola, top five; Tyler Reddick, top five; Austin Dillon, top ten; Christopher Bell, top ten; Hendrick Cars again. You got Hendrick in second. You got Hendrick down there in ninth. Uh, I mean, there we are seeing not the usual names, Motley at the top. No, I completely agree with you. And we're, I mean, we've got some guys at the top, like Denny has mm -hmm. been consistent. We know Kyle Busch is going to be Chase consistent. Chase Elliott, the guy who says hottest in the sport. Chase Elliott, who's, I mean, I think, look. Week Chase in Elliott's and, hottest in the sport. Week period. in and week Done. out, Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney are going to be there to contend. And, and everywhere they go now. Unarguable that Chase Elliott is still the hottest driver in our sport. I don't disagree with you, but I also really think that from a consistency standpoint, I think Ryan Blaney is just one little notch behind him. He just hasn't gotten a victory lane. But tell me, tell me a race we have seen lately that Ryan Blaney was not in contention late in the race. No, you can't. Ryan Blaney's been up there, but not not as much as Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott has has been. I mean, we're splitting hairs right now, but they are both these young guns are both near the top of the sport. We're seeing the resurgence of Hendrick with this. We're seeing a big Chevrolet resurgence with this. You know, if you go to group matchups, Chase Elliott. Look at the group that Chase Elliott won Group A against Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman. I don't know if that was really good because we remember we didn't get groups last week because the way it was. Yeah, we did not have those last week. But but I mean, and and Denny Hamlin beat what was norm could be considered a Group A. He won that as the dog in Group B. I mean, a plus 290 as the dog. But Chase Elliott was Group A and beat Kevin and Kyle. And he would have beat anybody else. It had been Martin Truex. Had it been Joey Logano, well, he would have won that. And group. I almost think people forgot that last year at Homestead, Denny had the best car. Denny was going to win the yep. championship until they left that tape on his grill. Yep. So and I mean, that really ended his day. And I think some people kind of forgot that. I, I think I don't think we gave Denny enough credit. I think I don't think we gave Denny enough credit. No. And the fact that he's got Chris Gaypart as crew chief back, I, I think that's making a difference for him. Well, remember, used to be when crew chiefs got suspended, what they do? They found a motorhome on the backstretch. They just go to the war room now. Okay. Well, they got to go, but they got to go back to their shop anyway. So it's a little bit more different. Now you got to try to call yeah. people on cell phones because the radios don't. You know, so, so you're way behind the technology. Way behind. Okay. Way behind. I hope your crew chief doesn't get suspended for the race. Well, hold on. My team's different. We don't have a war room. <laughs> if, if poor Darren Shaw gets suspended, I've lost my only full-time employee. I'm in trouble. It's going to be me and my spotter, Ron Lewis, going, uh, whoa. You might be changing your own tires when you come in for a pit stop. Me and Morgan Shepard. Yeah, well. But anyway. All right, fair enough. No, but I just, now let me ask you another question about last week. Chase Elliott. Yep. Joey Logano. Yep. Now, Chase Elliott probably had as good a car as Denny Hamlin did. He, he, he just, with three, four to go, was it? Three to go. He was chasing him down. He was catching yeah, him. But, but, hold just on. Got but the fence. with about 20 to 25 to go, they got to Chase Elliott yeah. was leading yeah. the race, and he comes up on Joey Logano, who Chase Elliott had basically they have, put they have the wall history. at Bristol. They have a history. Joey Logano admitted on Tuesday, I think, in an interview after the race, that he took one away from me. 
I was going to take one away from him. He look. He thoughts on that? No, but th- listen. This is the give and take of our sport. This is the stuff I always say: is you know, you race guys like they will race you. And he didn't block Chase Elliott. He slowed his momentum when he was catching Denny at a faster pace. So he didn't take it from him. He can Joey can flex his chest and be all, you know, me Tarzan. I I you know stopped him. No, he just slowed his momentum down. And did it cost him? Eh. Chase still caught him a couple laps later, but Chase still made a mistake later, which you take that risk of cracking an egg when you run that close to the wall. Like well, that. when you run at Homestead, that's just part of the deal. It's going to be Darlington. You, you, you've got to run. It is. Yeah. I mean, you're running within inches off the wall. And, I mean, and sometimes subject, you can't even see a gap. Off the subject, Noah Gregson in the Xfinity series, yeah. if you watched it, look, everybody knows my history. I love the outside, Molly. I, I'm, I'm a high line runner. I, oh, Noah. Goodness gracious. But he didn't hit it. And guess what? He should have won did, both he, races. He did hit it a couple times, but when you've got a 12-second lead, give the wall. Just, just, well, he's running just his me a hard time. Look, he didn't Run lose either one of those two nope, races because of, of his driving. And he uh, just got super proud of him. those super stupid proud of him. late cautions. That's and a name you're – Noah Gregson. It's a name you're going to be hearing in the future a lot when it comes to cup racing. Be, be, you know, there's there's an open seat coming up at Hendrick in the 48 car. Somebody's got to fill it. I, I, I mean, you know, I love Daniel Hendrick, too. I mean, look, I'm biased. I will freely admit I am a reporter. I guess I'm a reporter, kind of, that is biased. And Dan, uh, Daniel Hemrick is a is I love him to death. We sponsor him still. We do a lot with him. But Noah Gregson, if he is if he is interviewing for a job right now, I think there is no argument that Noah Gregson is not the the leading candidate for a seat like Jimmy Johnson's seat that's coming up. Well, I, I agree with you. I think right now when you look in that Xfinity series, Noah Gregson and Chase Briscoe have become the class of the yep. field over there. Yep, They're, those are the two guys to beat. How about every Chase Briscoe week? made up six laps? Well, he made up the first three because nobody had gone a lap down when the cautions came out. still, six laps. That was pretty impressive. Holy cow. Denny Hamlin needed that at the Coke 600. <laughs> all right, let's, 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 all right, so let's, let's talk a little bit more about, about Homestead. One guy I really want to bring up is Tyler Reddick. Looked phenomenal. Holy has looked, smoke. Has looked phenomenal. I mean, for the Childress last is running back. And you know what? Austin Dillon has it's upped his game. Because of it. Because I think because of Tyler nope. Reddick. And, and remember, we always say, you can, look, for the betting side of this, Jeff, you can't win a race until you're finished. You can't finish in the top 10 until you're competing near it. You're not going to get top fives until you're competing near, in the top 10. And you're not going to win a race until you're competing in that top five every week. Tyler Reddick has shown, and Austin Dillon also has shown, that they are now starting to get in this conversation that they are getting top fives. They are getting top tens. And if you look at the groups now, we have seen guys like Austin Dillon moving his way up the groups. And I think, you know, you're going to see Tyler Reddick moving his way up groups here pretty soon. You're no longer going to see them in DEF. You're going to start seeing them in CD. Oh, I think you're exactly right. And actually, we've got, uh, if you're looking at our screen right now, we've got the group uh, results from Homestead Group C. Ryan Blaney, who we talked about earlier, he was the favorite. He did win that group. Eric Almarola was the favorite in Group D, and we was co-favorite with Matt Benedetto, and he also won that group. But now he finished top five to win that group, which is a Group D. Had right. Top five right. to Eric win that group. Almarola had to finish fifth because Austin, Austin Dillon, Dillon finished eighth, yes. seventh, seventh in that race, and he's in that same group. So, I mean, that in order to win that group right now, you need to be running that well, which is speaking volumes, like we said, for the betters. It's going to make this a little bit more difficult, but you're going to be able to look at some of these lower groups, DEF, and you're going to be able to find a guy that's starting to run that way. Right, Brendan, you used to drive for Richard Childress. Yep. 
What's happened over there? I mean, Total change. I, I, they, number one, we've seen Reddick doing great, and I think he's lifted the whole team. Austin Dillon's running better, and we've talked before that Bubba Wallace is getting his engines from his children. Well, and his cars. And his cars. And Bubba Wallace – is running, running better away. than he's ever run. Yes. I mean, Bubba is not necessarily going to – he's not a top 10 every week, but, but he, now he's but, a top 15 every but week. But now he's able to start talking in the conversation every week about the top 10s. We and talk Bubba about that. Wallace won his group. You look at Group F from last yeah. week. Bubba, Bubba Wallace it. was a co-favorite with Michael McDowell, and he won his group. So for me, what I look at in that is I'm looking – you're asking, what did RCR do? They have done a complete changeover. They, they've gone off of one theory that they were building race cars off of. They dumped it and moved to a whole nother theory, and they are proving it the right move. Chevrolet has bumped themselves up and become a much stronger organization. I'll, I'll look at the Hendrick group. Chase Elliott, strongest guy Hendrick's in the sport. And other than last week, you know, Kurt Busch's team missed it a little bit last week, but Kurt's been pretty good. Matt Kenseth, I, th- I really think, is still trying to get up to I think speed. Matt was Matt made. We talked about him early, making big splashes. Now that the the news is, the news cycle of him is over, he's he's getting his, his you know he's working his way back into it. But the Chevrolets are arguably the most improved organizations, plural, from the ground up. Hendrick leading that way, and Richard Childress Racing is absolutely a different organization than it's been the, since Kevin Harvick left that place and they have made a sweeping change on how they're what they're doing and what they're focusing on and it shows by their performance and it shows by their performance of what they did last year in the Xfinity series with Tyler Reddick and how incredible that we've actually sit and watched Toyotas win the last two races and we really haven't even talked about them that much you know Martin Tricks Jr. wins and then Denny Hamlin, Hamlin wins, wins in the Toyota but we really haven't even talked about them very much Kyle Busch hasn't won a race at all this nope. year. Well, and we're going to talk about it when we get to Talladega in a minute, talk about the odds. Toyota to me is the one that has the biggest road to hoe at Talladega because now that we do this new style of racing there with the manufacturers being so important, there's only five Toyotas in this field. That's correct. Well, but you got to believe they're going to try to stick together when they get to Talladega. Oh no, they, they all try. They try to, but the problem is when you've got 18 Chevrolets and 13 Fords, five can't push us. It's much easier to get separated. And that's something that they're going to have to deal with. Cause if they don't stay committed to each other, no, they're in big trouble. But they do those guys. I'm telling you what, never seen a group stay committed. Like them Toyotas do. They, they work their tails off to be committed to each other. And it works. Well, and I know here, we're going to start talking about Talladega in just a minute. And I think, I mean, we can even hit on it a little bit right now. The teamwork kind of makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. I mean, that's just sort of the way it is. And I think that we're going to see, in fact, we've got a really cool prop bet that we're going to be able to talk about yeah. is of the race teams. Yeah. The race teams are the favorites, whether it's a Gibbs car, yep. whether it's a Penske car, Hendrick or whatever. But what I always tell everybody is there's goods and bads to that whole theory. The good is you work together and you become really strong. The bad is if you're working together and, and an egg gets cracked, problem. you take poof, the whole organization disappears in one fell swoop. Well, and you know, there's been a lot of car owners who sat over there on pit road or looking at their little monitor or whatever. They see those cars running together and they're running up front. And they're like, oh, I love this. All my guys are together. And in the blink, blink of an, an eye, eye, it's like, oh, my goodness, what happened? Why are all these cars coming in here on the record? Yeah. Well, uh, Brennan, yeah. I'm excited to talk about Talladega. When we come back, we're going to start talking about odds to win and top three on Gone Racing.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Exciting news here at Beeson. Today we will launch our very first Gone Racing podcast. Not only is it free, but you can download and listen to the show before it airs right here on Beeson. The new Gone Racing podcast is available via Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, and Stitcher, and at Beeson.com slash podcast. Brendan, we're we have podcasters. our own podcast. We're podcasters. We, we got radio, we got TV, now we got a podcast. We're like multimedia Multi- moguls. Or I think I was told multi-platform moron is what I was told. Uh, well, something like that. Brendan, it's Talladega. One of your races to, to talk about this week. We're going to talk about the odds to win. Now, one thing that jumps out at me when I look at the odds to win the race this week, yep. every even the favorites, Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin, are double digits. Now They're both 10 to 1. Everybody loves to say crapshoot. You are the king. I say crapshoot, but you said it before I did. Uh, because I'm pointing out, it's not a crapshoot. But you do get better odds because the the number of drivers that can win this race is greater. But I still disagree with you. It's a crapshoot. But double digit odds for the even for the favorites. Do you know though a number of drivers have gotten their only wins at either a Daytona or yes. Talladega yes. or their first win at Daytona and or Talladega? A lot. You increase the number of people that can win. But if you look at the history. This is not a crapshoot. Now, when we talk history, and you and I were talking before the show started, I said, I've got three words for you. Penske, 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 Penske and Penske. No. Oh. 
Look, hey, look, I will be rooting for you. Don't get me wrong. I'll be rooting no, for you. You but gotta now, look at that. But I, now let's look at the odds here. Joey Logano, Team Penske, ten to 10 one. To one. We got Denny Hamlin there, ten to one. But then we got Brad Kozlowski, twelve to one. Team Penske. Ryan, Ryan Blaney, fourteen to one. Team Penske. We got some other fourteen to ones. Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch. Kurt Busch at sixteen to one. I'm a little surprised if you go and you look way down the list. Matt DiBenedetto, who I consider it's Team Penske, 31. at thirty to one. That's and Matt DiBenedetto has been out that. in front. At a lot of these races. Here's the only thing that makes me nervous about Matty D. Matty D and I have worked with each other so well over the last couple of years when he was on the lower budget teams. At Daytona, now he's Menards, now he's Woods Brothers, now he's Penske, he's up front. He kind of has to run with that group. So he's in that in that danger zone, so to speak, more often. But Matt DiBenedetto, phenomenal plate racer. Penske, Penske, Penske. At 30 to 1, that's a phenomenal number for Matty D. Well, and I think that this is the kind of race, I mean, now think about this. Let's let's do the math for a second, okay? When the two favorites are ten to one, if you bet seven or eight different guys to win this race, <laughs> still gonna make money. you've got a really good chance to make money as long as one of them comes in and you don't get that crazy upset. You don't get that Trevor Bain, David Reagan type upset. Well, I, I I look at the upset. I don't I wouldn't call it an upset, but I'm looking down, there's a guy at sixty to one that I'm pretty partial to. Does he? Do you guys share the same name? Maybe. Now you know. I'm pretty excited to see you down there at 61. Because look, if people don't remember, you were leading this race last year Briefly. at Talladega. Briefly. Briefly. <laughs> but you, there was. All I know is you were looking at your windshield, and, there and you didn't see anything but racetrack and grandstands. Nope, I was seeing the front. But look, but a guy like John Hunter Nemechek at 50 to one, me at 60 to one, uh, uh, Michael McDowell. That Michael McDowell is phenomenal at these places, 40 to 1. You mentioned Daryl Wallace Jr. at 40 to 1. These are guys that I know their strategy. This is strategy race. Ryan Priest at 80 to 1. There's the kind, that's the kind of guy and they who do the shock strategy. the world. See, those are the things that I keep telling you about why it's not a crapshoot, it's a strategy move. These are guys you we just named five people that do generally do the same strategy. We race hard when we can, and we play it safe when we think it's going to be nasty up there so we avoid some of the bigger ones now you can't avoid the big one at the end all on my record Talladega. you got to be in it to win it but you I mean, can no be question. there at the end so those though now i was a moron at daytona and i was battling for a stage win in the first stage i have no clue why but normally <laughs> because when you put that helmet uh, on and yeah, you stitch it up gets it out takes your head. the, the yeah, brain no. cells out but but to me that is the reason why this is such a great race is as long as you can survive to the end of the race yes you have all these great winners you must survive to get there and that is a strategy which is why it's not a crapshoot and why you see the same names up there all the time well, and I think that's one of the great things that these guys have learned. And certain guys are better restrictor plate racers than others. And they've really kind of yes. figured out. Yes. And I know. And I've named I know we don't, great. I know I we don't it. have technically don't have restrictor plates. They're tapered spacers well, I, I right just now. call it super speedway. That's the way I we, we, we call it friendly. I don't see Ty Dillon on this. Oh, there he is. Ty Dillon's 80 to 1. That's another name. He will play it, that strategy, what I consider to be correct. Well, and I think it's going to be really interesting because I think we're going to see a lot of comers, a lot of goers yep. throughout the race. And and you're right. There are going to be certain guys that are going to sit there. They're going to sit back in the back of the pack. Um, hopefully that you can kind of keep a draft with those guys. You don't want to get too far behind them. But I think when you see those guys start doing that, we'll see what plays out. Now, Brendan, we still got to talk about top threes and head-to-heads and all and we got that. groups today. And we'll be back in a minute on Gone Racing.
to our weekly NASCAR show. Live from the Sportsbook at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Now, back to Gone Racing. This program is brought to you by Big Lots. Live big, save lots. Go to a Big Lots store near you, near you or visit BigLots.com. Brendan? I live big. You live big. I you live big. big. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, Gone Racing. We're in our third segment. It's time to talk. Third segment, we talk about the top three. Top three. The top three this week, Chase Elliott we see as a favorite at plus 265. Then we got Keselowski and Logano at plus 275. Denny Hamlin plus 300. Ryan Blaney plus 350. Uh, pretty good numbers on a lot of guys there. And, and that's because, once again, it, it's you say the crapshoot, but they're a lot higher than normal. But for me, what I noticed there is if I'm going to bet it, Jeff, I'm going to look organizationally. And I'm going to go – you either go heavy on one organization and say that organization will be in the top three. So if you take the Penske's, I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to take Brad Keselowski at 275. I'm going to take Logano at 275. I'm going to take Ryan Blaney at 350. And I might even jump down to Matt DiBenedetto at 11 to 1 and say those are guys that if that organization survives the crash, they're going to be in the top three. Well, we know they're going to stick together. Yep. We know they're going to stick close together. Um, Brennan, you're 16 to 1. That's, um, that's a hell of a number for me. Is that, is that, a, is that a fair I mean, look, I think – Anybody who has watched you race at Daytona or Talladega over the last few years, they know that unless you get into trouble that is not of your making, you're going to be there at the end. We'll be there at the end. And and me, I'd love to say it's a horrible number. We should be more like 50 to 1. But, I mean, if you look at the history, you look at the the people that are right there at 16 to 1. You've got Bubba Wallace, 13, Ty Dillon, 16, Ryan Priest, 16, Brennan Gaughan, 16, Michael Gaughan, 20. Michael Gaughan. Michael Gaughan. Thank you. Michael McDowell. 20. Wow. You ne- you take those drivers in that range. <laughs> Michael Gaughan. The, hey, anyway, don't take Michael Gaughan at right. 20 to 1. We, we missed bet. something in the news segment yeah, at the bet. beginning of this show. But but Michael McDowell, 20. These You ne- just named five guys right there that you will see during the day. We will make a way up to the front, and we will also make our way back to the back. We will try to be there at the end. Those five drivers I just named at those numbers are a great bet for a top three in that race. Well, and I think it's going to be a lot of different guys that are going to be up there at some point. Like if, if this but is one of those at the end, right. And this is one of those races that if you bet this, no matter what, do not early chirp yeah, no, Un- until no, you see no. your guy cross the line with the checkered flag waving. Yeah. You got nothing coming. Cause it's a, this, this could go anyway. Um, so, and we are not, we're not expecting to see what we're seeing from odds right now. We talked about this off air. We're not going to see these odds move a ton unless somebody puts a lot of money on somebody because there is no practice. No practice. Yeah. So what they are now, unless, I mean, look, you, you got to look at if it's Vegas, these are coming from DraftKings, so they won't move much. But if you got the odds in Vegas, because I'm a Vegas boy, you'll probably get more action on me. Get me when I'm higher. It'll probably go down. Um, you're going to see a couple guys that might move down because you know that uh, Michael McDowell, I'm talking so much about him, he's going to move down. So get those bets in now before those odds move, but they're not going to move as drastic as normal. Yeah, and and we've already decided we're not going to talk a lot about the driver head-to-heads because they're almost all the same. There there, is, there, there, always, is, there is one that's just... They're minus just, 110. Guys, they're minus 110. Right. Basically almost everybody's minus 110. But there is one that we just kind of like. There's one that's fun. Because... You know, we've been doing these driver head-to-heads for a while. One thing I have not seen much of, if I can remember seeing, is Kurt Busch against Kyle Busch. And, and you know, it's funny. They and got they got Kyle Busch as the Kyle's favorite, favorite minus, minus 125. Time out here. Kurt Busch, last 10 races, six top 10s. Kyle Busch, last 10 races, three top 10s. And Kurt is a very accomplished 
Super uh, Speedway Racer. Super Speedway yes. Racer. So uh, I kind of like that. No, I just like the fact like that the they put that Kurt one. and Kyle against each other for a change. Kurt, Kyle, um, I like the dog. Kurt, I, do. I like the big brother. I agree. I think that's kind of cool to, to have that matchup. But what what do you and I really like talking about? We, we're so happy we got normal races this weekend. We got the groups back. We love groups, and we're going to have some prop bets that we're going to be able to talk about a little bit later too. But let's just start off with Group A. Uh, we clearly have a Penske you know, the Penske, Penske weighted Penske, thing. Penske. We got three Penske cars in it, along with Denny Hamlin. Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin go off as the as the two co-favorites at plus two fifty-five. Brad Keselowski two seventy and Ryan Blaney two ninety-five. The hard that, part with that group is three in one organization. Which means you could they could finish one, two, two three, three, or they could finish thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty. And they're and they're but they're gonna also, if they're there, you're not gonna get much they're 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 not gonna get much jockeying. If they're racing for the win. You know, whoever's in the front of the white the flag is, is going to win, win, right? So, so there's not going to be or all right, let me ask you, will anybody try yes, to pass? Hold on. They will. If the other organizations, if there's no outside line, if it's if you've got Penske one, two, three, four, and there's nobody that can make that lat member Talladega's finish line is past the trioval. Right. It's almost to turn one. That's right. If nobody's going to be there to, to catch us, yes, we will race for the end. But at the same time, w- when I finished at Daytona. I wasn't pulling out at the end of that race because I had too much to lose than to gain. I was trying to just hold my position because there was too many people three wide that would have swallowed me up. If they're running one, two, three, four, and there's an outside lane of Chevrolets right there that are trying to do something, no, you're pushing forward to the win. You're going to push your manufacturer to the win. If it's just us four and there's a little gap, oh, hell yeah. We're racing the, the poop out of each other, and we're going to be there for the for to. I'm going to try to be side by side with my teammate at the end. That's what you want to do. Yes. Now, now, as much as we talk about the similarities in Group A, now <laughs> let's go to Group B, where Oops. we've got we've got two Chevys, a Toyota, and a Ford, Ford. including and the Bush brothers are in there together. We have no teammates in Group B. Uh, Chase Elliott. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Bush, all at plus two sixty-five, and Kurt, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch is the dog in there at plus two eighty. I'm sorry. I think he's the dog in there because we haven't seen Kurt in but, Group B that often. But hold on, Kevin Harvick, last ten races, only three top tens. Kevin is in the wreck every time lately at these places. Kyle Busch, the the you know the only one that I could make an argument there maybe is Chase Elliott because he's had eight races, four top tens, and a win at Talladega. So Chase Elliott being a favorite there, I agree with. But Kurt Busch being the dog, I'm going to go heavy Kurt Busch. I mean, and do you think maybe a little bit for Harvick? I mean, it seems like the Penske cars and the Stuart Haas cars don't work together as much as maybe we see the, some of the Chevy teams They did work the together. first year when, when this started, when the Ford started this. And since then, you have definitely have a Penske faction and a Stuart Haas faction in the Ford camp. Yeah, definitely and, and I think that's part of the reason why we've seen Harvick getting the accidents and we haven't seen Joey and Brad getting the accidents because Joey and Brad seem to be running up front and Kevin seems to get mired in the back of the pack somehow or in the middle he just, of the pack. He just isn't as clean through it. Right. All right, let's go to Group C. Uh, we got Ricky Stenhouse Jr. who in actually, Group C. Deserves group C, deserves who has been pretty good yep. on the Super Speedway races at plus 265. Then we've got a little log jam there of Clint Boyer, Eric Almirola, and Alex Bowman at plus 270. Anything jump out there on Group C? Yeah, Eric Almirola. I g- give him love, baby. Give him love. Eric Almirola, one win, last 10 races there. Seven top 10s in the last 10 races. Four of them top fives at Talladega. I will give love. I Eric think Almirola. you've got in Stenhouse, Boyer, and Almirola, you got three sneaky good racers on super speedways who could certainly come in there and take Bowman being in that one seven races two top tens a second uh, uh, this race last year 
But yeah, we don't have a lot of data points on Alex Bowman, so I think it's going to be a little bit hard to. I think he, to me, he is definitely the long shot in that group. Two shells, two Fords. Huh, we'll see. Correct. So when we come back on Gone Racing, though, Brendan and I still have some more group matchups. We got some prop bets to talk about. We'll be right back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Quick picks. The Real Money Parlay Props game based on daily fantasy scoring has your favorite NASCAR drivers in head-to-head matchups in this week's races. And VEASAN customers can play quick picks through this special offer. Get a 100% automatic deposit bonus up to $100 when you sign up for a new Quick Picks account. Sign up now at quickpicks.com slash bonus. Then select the ones you think will finish with higher fantasy point totals. Pick between 3 and 10 drivers. Available in 27 states and D.C. Must be at least 21. Go to quickpicks.com slash bonus and start playing quick picks now. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, back in our final segment of Gone Racing. We're going to finish up our group matchups. We uh, we left off at Group C. We're going to move into Group D, where we see Martin Truex Jr. is the favorite, dropping all the way down to Group Group D with a two, and, plus 265. And let me tell you something. He's lucky he's even Group D. Well, he struggled at Talladega. And we also got Austin Dillon, William Byron, and Matt DiBenedetto 
One of those Penske cars, well, yeah. we call him a Penske car. It's a yeah, Wood Brothers. Wood Brothers. At plus 270. I, I, I like Matt Benedetto and I like Austin Dillon. I mean, Austin Dillon, look, he's he's won a, a super speedway race in the past. He's very good there, but I think Matt Benedetto is, is getting there coming. And if he's in that, we know how strong the Fords are here. Uh, you know, I mean, sh- shoot, Ford's won eight out of the last nine races or something like that at, at Talladega. They've been very dominant there. There's no so, question. So I, I, I like Matt Benedetto because I know what he's going to be doing with the other Fords. I like that. I like Austin Dillon. I don't like Truex as the favorite. Let's go to Group E. We've got Eric Jones and Jimmy Johnson are the co-favorites at plus 265. Ryan Newman, who as a very accomplished super speedway racer at plus 270 and Tyler Reddick, who I've been, I mean, clearly to me, he is the class of the rookie field is the long shot at plus 275. You know, I look at, I look at that and I go, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of a hold on Ryan Newman right now. Um, I think that, you know, look, as dumb as I say, all of us race car drivers are and how we're able to put things out of our head. I think Newman's going to be in a little bit of a wait and hold in his first super speedway back. Yeah, yeah, we didn't remind people. He, he had that he horrible had big, crash, crash at Daytona. Daytona. That he's fine, but I, I, I still think that he might just take a, a breather for a minute and be there at the end. We'll see. But I like right there Tyler Reddick. I just said I like Austin Dillon. I just said that if I'm going to jump on a Chevrolet bandwagon, that there's going to be some some Chevys up there. And, and having me some Tyler Reddick in that group, how well he's run, how aggressive he's been, that aggression may hurt him. But I, I, I like, that's a tough, for me, Group E is a no-touch too much, too much volatility with Newman, Johnson, and, and Reddick right there. I'm, I'm a little nervous about that one. And then we got Group F, our final group, our, our Ron Flatter, Chris Busher group and Chris is Boucher's the Ron Flatter, Chris oh Busher group. We got Chris Busher back in it. Matt Kenseth is a favorite at plus two sixty five. It's been a while since Matt Kenseth, you know, yeah, raced you know, on one I, of these tracks. He probably raced Talladega toward the end of last year. I think he was filling in for somebody. I can't remember. But then we got plus two seventies at Chris Busher, Michael McDowell. And Bubba Wallace, now Bubba Wallace at a top five, I believe, at Daytona. Uh, this guy's shown himself to be a really good, good really super good. No, speedway he, racer. He knows how to get there at the end. Um, I go to Matt Kenseth. His last race at Talladega was 2017. Um, people ask me if I'm rusty when I, you know, don't race until the next one. Nobody's raced a super speedway since I've raced. Matt Kenseth, a three-year set of rust to knock off. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm probably not going down the Matt Kenseth. I, no, I, I hope for I, Kurt Busch's sake that the other Chevy teams work with him because I'm I not look, sure. But I look at Michael McDowell and Daryl Wallace. Um, I think Daryl right now wants to be a little aggressive, and that's what scares me a little bit from Daryl because I think right now he wants to be aggressive, and that aggression does not play well when it comes to racing at Talladega and Daytona. Sometimes that, you know, valor kind of holds through. But Michael McDowell, Daryl Wallace, those are, to me, the two that stick out. Chris Boucher's great. But McDowell and Darrell Wallace, to me, uh, I like both of them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Now, we've been kind of exciting this week. we got some really cool props. Uh, our producer, yeah. Karina, has given us some really cool props to talk about. Uh, winning manufacturer, we got Ford at plus 135, Chevrolet plus 165, Toyota plus 250. And and we talked earlier, you're going to make Toyota the long shot simply because there's, so few. there's fewer of them in the race. But, you know, Ford, like I just said, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Eight of the last nine races, uh, eight of the last ten, they have been they have won this race. It's been since 2014 that a Toyota has won at Talladega. Uh, I think they're the favorite for a reason. The even odd is kind of evened out, Motley, because of this race. So yeah, many the different- car number. What we're talking about the car number yeah. of the race winner and car num- number, whether it's even odd or over or under, over under certain number. Those have changed. But there's a fun new one this week. Team of race winner. 
And, I like this. And, you know, you and I talk Penske, 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 but Penske's only a co-favorite with Joe Gibbs Racing at plus 350. And we talked about Toyota being such a dog as a manufacturer, but you put Pence, Gibbs because at Daytona, Joe Gibbs Racing has been able to get it done. So both super speedways at Daytona, Joe Gibbs Racing and the Toyotas perform well. For some reason at Talladega, they don't do as well. So you still got to give that history that they're there. But I do like this. There's a lot of fun here. Hendrick Motorsports plus 450, Stuart Haas Racing 550, Chip Ganassi 13 to 1. There's only two guys there. So you're getting a lot less value for that pick. JD, JTG Racing 16 to 1, RCR 16 to 1, guys with only two let me, teams. Let me ask you Rick this. Ware Racing at 80. Putting Rick Ware in it. All right. But let me ask you this. If Matt DiBenedetto wins, yeah. does, does that count as Penske? That count as Team Penske. I'd Ooh. be curious to see how they. How they I don't and, know. and if if Bubba Wallace wins, does that count as Richard Childress racing? I'd this be really is off curious. of DraftKings, so uh, we'd have to get clarification on that because that would make Team Penske even stronger if you add, add the fact that Matt, that because I kind of like the fact that Roush Fenway Racing is twenty to one, Richard Childress Racing sixteen to yeah, one. Those are right because I think they've got some guys that could could certainly pull some upsets. I like the any other team at plus five hundred personally. That's just my. I think it'd be interesting. Okay, Brendan, it's the final segment of our show, which means we got to do our picks. And we go in order as, as, from every week, right? We do. Okay, just checking. Do you need to remind me that I've got to go first again this week? Well, I so, just, I'm just going to say, I mean, I'm not going to say who's going last. So I'm going to bring up the caveat that last week we did not have groups nope, or head-to-heads to pick from, so we only picked race winners and top threes. And I'm really, I mean, like the ultimate bridesmaid here with Chase Elliott finishing second Two times now, I've picked him to win a race, and he's finished second. So, and Karina has gone from winner to yeah, over. Exactly. So Karina thought she had the per. And Karina, if you guys know, she is producing for us right now, and she thought she had the perfect strategy last week, and it completely blew up in her face. Well, and, she took and like I, the last five race winners at Homestead, picked them all for top three, and she and missed on all of them. And I think she's just trying to make sure that she, you know, Isaiah may be getting healthy and coming back soon. And she knew that if she keeps picking winners against us and beating us, that well, she she's really keep a, her job. She's so. really more afraid that if she beats us, she ends up in like the hospital. Uh, I mean, because, yeah, we, I mean, we've we had two producers we, we end up say, in the hospital after lest, beating us. Lest in the we picks. forget Ann and and Jorge. Both and, of, you know, well, Jorge didn't end up in the hospital. He never beat us. Well, a good so, point. All right. See. Okay. okay. And without further ado, I have you to first. go first because I am really, really stinking up the show right now. So, Brendan, I'm going to oh, go. Change them glasses. Show you. I've got to take the glasses <laughs> off so I can read. I, I don't know if that means I'm getting older. I'm feeling younger. I don't know. But I'm going to go. My first pick is a top three. I'm going Ryan Blaney. Okay. At plus three fifty in the top three, and I'm going to double down on Ryan Blaney in Group A at plus two ninety five. I, I think this might be the week that that Ryan Blaney pops through. I'm going into Group B. I'm going to take Chase Elliott. Um, you said earlier you hated this group, but I'm going into this group anyway. I'm oh. going into Group E, and I'm going Tyler Volatile. Reddick. Volatile. Tyler Reddick in Group E. And then I'm also going to Group F, and I'm going Bubba Wallace because I've been kicking myself the last two or three weeks for not taking Bubba in his group, and he's won his group. So those are my four picks right there, five picks. I can't even count today. Four on the groups, one on the top three. And with that, we're going to turn it over to Karina or the pit crew picks. Well, Karina won't keep trying to force her to be on camera. She's shaking her head still. She will not do it. So she gave me her six picks today. Oh, she gave them to you. Yeah, she she does, she's them. not even going to read them into the No, book. she won't read them. She says she won't read them. She, and why uh, does she get six picks? Well, because she has Michael Gone to, to have a top three. Oh, well, Michael Gone <laughs> is probably not going to win or finish well, the top three. It says Michael Gone, top of the sheet. So, okay. uh, no, she has Ryan Blaney to win the race at 14 to 1. She's going off the Penske strategy we've talked about. 
Um, I think she might be trying to kiss somebody's butt a little bit. I think she wants to keep her, her job on Gone Racing another week. She has Brendan Gone in the top three at 16 to 1. <laughs> Bright woman. <clears throat> Uh, Kyle Busch Group B at plus 265. Car number over at 16 and a half. I, th- I see a trend there also. I'm liking it. And Hendrick Motorsports on the team grouping at plus 450. So that would be the Karina slash pit crew picks for the week. And who gets to go last now? Well, the only person who scratched at all last week who picked Chase Elliott to finish in the top three was you. So go ahead. Hottest guy in the sport. How many times have I said it? Okay. Okay. I'm not going on the hottest guy in the sport. I must take a moment here to reiterate to my friends at NASCAR and to all those listening and uh, and podcasting on iHeart and all the rest of these. Um, and all these m- different multimedia, multimedia outlets that we're now that I am. That, so. that Remember, my picks are only for entertainment purposes only. I am still racing, and I do not have any real money bet on any of these. I do not break our NASCAR gambling policy rules. But um, I still do uh, it for Brendan fun. Steve Phelps is on line one. <laughs> line one. Yeah. Mike Helton is on line two. Uh, I am taking myself to win the race at 60 to 1 because, dang right, I am going to pick myself to win. If I didn't, I would not be – I wouldn't be a competitor. I am also going to take myself in the top three because I think if I can win, I can be in the top three. And I'm going to take Chevrolet as the winning manufacturer because the 62 car is a Chevrolet. Um, then I'm going to go the brotherly love. I'm going to hit Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch head-to-head. I'm going to take the big brother, even though I'm a little brother, but I'm taking Kurt at the plus 105. I like that. And then I'm going to go all the way down into group F. I'm going to go head-to-head with you. You are taking Daryl Wallace Jr. I am taking Michael McDougal, not Michael Gone. Uh, Michael McDowell as my last pick. All right. We'll see how those turn out for you next week. I Actually, you know what, Brandon? I, I hope, hope I win three of them. I hope you win three of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to be cheering for you. There's no question about that. We that got, and normally he doesn't. That's why he says that. And we got a little less than a minute to go in the show. So I'm going to kind of just like give you the floor a little bit and just kind of talk about what to expect this weekend at Talladega and what we're going to see out of the Beard Oil Chevrolet. No, I mean, look, I, I, look I'm, I'm excited to be back at the track. I'm honored that I'm I, – we. We had such a great finish at Daytona that we were able to stay in the, in the points for this race. We're 39th, which locked us in with no qualifying. So I appreciate it. I appreciate all the fans following us. I appreciate you guys at home listening along. Um, enjoy the ride with the 62. Enjoy the hashtag not gone yet uh, because I'm still there. I'm still kicking. Hopefully we do not end up with those watching the VEASAN stream. Do not end up with more spectacular photos like that one right there of me flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Well, and uh, hopefully I'll talk to you next week. Well, you week. got a lot of publicity out of it, but I can't wait next week to hear about how the Geico 500 went. We'll be back next week on Gone Racing. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.